Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. If you want to win your hockey pools, you might want not to listen to the next uh, 26 minutes of the show. <laughs> okay? Just uh, just for full clarity. Do not take any of this to the bank. Bob Stoffer with you, along with Jack Michaels and Reed Wilkins, as well as Brendan Escott. Gentlemen, Let's get it started. Oilers now, uh, annual uh, playoff prediction pool brought to you in part by the folks at Royal Pizza, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. We will start in the Western Conference. Jack Michaels, the puck star, it gets dropped with you. All right, what series? What series? <laughs> Calgary and Colorado. Calgary and Colorado. I am uh, going with the upset here. I'm going to take Ooh. the Colorado Avalanche. Hey, Scott, you're recording. All, you're running seven. all this down, right? We're rolling. I, <laughs> I'm taking the Colorado Avalanche in seven. They learned to play without Ranton and, and Landeskog down the stretch. They got enough secondary scoring to get them by and into the playoffs, and that's the reason I think they're going to have enough to get them by Calgary. Plus, Philip Grubauer, and I know he had to be yanked after the first two games last year in a Washington Capitals sweater, but I believe he is going to be the difference in the series. Reed Wilkins. I, I, I understand what Jack is saying, and Colorado finished the season very well under tough circumstances. I just don't think they're good enough. Calgary has been quite consistent all year. They are so deep. They got one of the best defensemen in the league. I do think that the goaltending is 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 good enough, and I think Calgary is is primed here to go really deep. I, I think they can. They they're just too deep for Colorado to overcome that. I'm taking the Flames in five. I've got the Flames in six. I think Colorado uh, probably has the edge in terms of the power play side of things. Calgary is such a deep team. It's going to come down for me to exactly the opposite of what Reed said. I don't know if the goaltending is good enough, to be honest with you. And I know Mike Smith is uh, he's a bit of a head case, if I may say so. So we'll see if the pressure, if he succumbs to the pressure. And with Riddick maybe nursing an injury, that could be the big question mark. But I do have Calgary moving on. All right. Despite the fact that Colorado was way better against Nashville than I thought they were going to be in last year's opening round. I'm gonna. T- I've already gone on record. I'm taking the Flames in five. Uh, we'll do conference finalists or uh, Stanley Cup finalists after we do the each round. By the way, we'll get you guys on the phone to update each round. But uh, I think Calgary takes out the Avalanche in five. So uh, let's go to the other uh, matchup. Reed, we'll start with you. San Jose and Vegas. In the- I, I'm really looking forward to this series. I think it's going to be up tempo. I think there will be some nastiness. I. I do think that the goaltending does put the edge to the Golden Knights, though I think San Jose plays defense by playing in the other team's end and out shooting other teams. So I don't think this series is going to be as much in favor of the Golden Knights as maybe some people might be predicting. I think it goes seven, but I do think the Golden Knights squeak it out. I've got, the, I've got the Golden Knights going in six. I think they've got some speedy, scrappy players in that roster that are going to give some of the elder statesmen in San Jose some problems. And Martin Jones and Aaron Dell have been a question mark all year. I don't like that going into the playoffs. Jack? I'm taking Vegas. You in, know why. And what? Oh, I'll take Vegas in seven. 
Seven. Yeah, I I think they've got better goaltending. And I think Vegas has – it's going to be, for me, the matchup of that fourth line for Vegas and that third line for San Jose. Both coaches like to utilize that line against the other team's top line. And quite frankly, I I think – I love Joe Thornton, but I think he might get exposed against uh, Marcia So and Carlson and Smith. When they got it going on, Vegas plays at a pace that no one else in the West can match, and it starts with that fourth line. They're game changers. Uh, I'm taking Vegas in five over San Jose. Um, goaltending, huge difference. You got one guy that's, uh, you know, a top five goaltender in the world with Martin Jones. I don't know what Martin Jones is right now, but he sure is in top five. Um, I think San Jose is... I I respect their organization. They've accomplished a lot, but this is a bad matchup for them in the first round because of how because of the tenacity that Vegas plays with. So I'm taking the uh, Golden Knights in five. Uh, so now we go to Winnipeg and St. Louis. And Brendan, you got to make the first prediction there. Oh, that, this isn't a tough one. This one I do have going to seven games. Um, I think because of the momentum St. Louis had coming into this series, and you counter that with the fact that Winnipeg, as you mentioned, Bob, has been spinning their tires of late. Uh, I think St. Louis might have this. I like what they've got. Schwartz is a real competitor, obviously O'Reilly and what he's done this year, so I am taking uh, what's not the upset on paper per se. Um, It's going to be St. Louis in seven. Jack? I'll take St. Louis in six. I mean, he he, he gave the reasons. I, I just think the blue, when you combine the fact that the Blues are the best team since Christmas and and recovered from last place, and Winnipeg's been very mediocre for a long period of time, and they've got a couple guys that are just coming back into their lineup, I don't like their chances. What's the how good have the Blues been since they switched up the defense pairings? Right, we know the story. Larry Robinson went in there. Advised Here's Craig. how good they've been. I think Craig Berube. It has an outside shot to creep into the top three for Jack Adams. Yeah. He is resuscitated. Well, did you, that did you put him in the top three? Because I did not. I didn't either. Okay. And I, after <laughs> so, the... I, I didn't I, vote for him, but he might win. I I, I, I put Brindamore over uh, Barubi because the one thing I'll say is St. Louis at least had expectations. I think very early on people realized that Carolina might have lost that trade, and Brindamore still got him to the postseason. Yeah, well, Dougie Hamilton was pretty good in the second half. Uh, he was. And they stole Nita Ryder out of Minnesota. So you're going uh, St. I Louis. I meant the Calgary-Carolina Right, trade. right, yeah. I, I, you they got, won that Minnesota okay. yeah, trade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got St. Louis in six as well. Uh, I've already mentioned that with Spec. Um, the Jets, I'd like to see Winnipeg win the series. We have a lot of Winnipeg fans, but I just I got a bad feel about where Winnipeg's headed, and I'll take it one step further. I wonder if Winnipeg loses that series, whether or not there's not a head coaching change uh, in Winnipeg as well. Reed Wilkins. Yeah, St. Louis in six, and I think for the same okay. reasons a lot of you guys said. Though, I mean, look, Bennington still has to, has to prove it, but they've just been playing too well second half of the season. All right, uh, Nashville-Dallas. Jack, how do we gauge that series? Like, uh, you know, Nashville, everybody thought was going to be a... Uh, uh, maybe the best team in the Western Conference at the start of the year. They limped home bad. They've got a terrific top four defense. Uh, and Dallas, when Bishop plays, they can beat anybody. So what do you say? I'm going to cast a tentative. Did Has Bob picked the series first yet? 
No, I'll do that with East when we come back. That's interesting. Um, <laughs> it's I'm, only because I'm, I'm always more. I'm always wary of no, entering no, he, into these what loaded competitions. What he does competitions. is he picks the series today, and then halfway through the series, he gives the picks the other teams. Well, so that was covered. on a that was on well. a bus trip in January and in the winter of 2012. There, but well, that's another there, story there, for another time. Hey, wait a sec here. I mean, it's not like I sat there and, and said a quarterback rolled to his left and threw it with his left hand when oh, it turned my. out to be the backup quarterback. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is this you? Ricky you Ray used to do from play with play? his left hand. You used to do play-by-play. No, I didn't know no, that. No, 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 I didn't. No, oh, no, all right, no, no. all right, go all right, for it. Forget it. Um, that's an internal. See, you can't tell. You got to tell when you got to. It involves the a Hall in. of Fame broadcaster that we're showing our love and respect for. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Well, sp- yeah. Speaking of Digitex, um, yeah. here's <laughs> here's the here's my issue with Nashville. They can't really score. And, uh, you know, it, even if Bishop is not healthy, I'm not 100% sure they have the better playoff goalie. I, I, I think Pecorine, quite frankly, that series against Winnipeg was there to be taken. Connor Hellbuck didn't even play that well. And Pecorine still couldn't beat the Jets last year. So I'm taking Dallas in seven. I'm going basically. I'm going full 2006. I'm taking the lower seed in every series, and part of it has to do with the fact. And I've told you guys this all year. I don't think the West is that good this year, and I. And that's why I'm taking all the lower seeds. Goal prevention for Dallas. Same thing we talked about, Bob, when we we saw them late in the regular season. They 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 can play with the tempo. They can check, and then the goaltending has bailed them out when they needed it. And, and you know, there are so many things I like about. Nashville, the roster, really the franchise they've been for yep. almost since they came into the league. They got good pretty quick, but I'm taking the Stars in six. You know, Brendan, you have to tweet these out after the show. Who are you taking? <laughs> I, I do have Nashville at five simply because they've been there before. Um, but it, it's going to be a low-scoring series regardless. You're talking about the second and third-ranked teams in terms of goals given up over the course of the season. So uh, I think that they do have some of those role players that they traded for start to fulfill what they want. But uh, it's it's not going to be a pretty one to watch, I don't They're think. They're a in the leads for me. I'm taking Nashville in six. That's a team that I get it. Dallas, you know, Hudobin's a good backup, and Bishop, when he's on his... I've got a crush on Dallas. You know this. I've got a weakness for Dallas, and they always do worse than I think they're going to do. I just have this feeling that Nashville's that team that's been sleeping all year and is going to get it going. When we come back, our Eastern Conference predictions on Oilers now, and uh, and then we'll say who's going to beat the Stanley Cup final. More coming up after this. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, very quickly, let's get to uh, this day in Oilers history. For New West Travel, ask about their destination wedding packages, corporate employee reward trips. Visit newwesttravel.com for more info. Back in uh, April 1988 on this day, what happened? Mark Messier registers a goal and an assist, but the Oilers drop a feisty affair in Winnipeg 6-4 in Game 3 of the Smythe Division semifinals. In all, Bob, nine misconducts called in this game that had 150 penalty minutes, and that brought the series to a 2-1 Oilers lead. Like, was that the only game Winnipeg ever beat Edmonton before the 1990 Stanley Cup uh, playoffs? Yeah, well, actually, it might have been. That might have been the only game. I think yeah. they won. All right, we got Reed here, Jack here, uh, Brendan here. Let's get on to the Eastern Conference, and since I'm accused of not uh, staying Stepping up and going first. I'll go first on Boston. Not accused. It's factual information. Boston and Toronto. All right. 
The Boston Bruins are a huge favorite in this series. Everybody in Maple Leaf country is... They're not a huge favorite in this series. What you're doing right now is painting yourself as picking this gigantic upset. I They're did. a slight favorite I'm in this taking series. the Maple Leafs to win this in six, <laughs> uh, in six games. Uh, they've added John Tavares and Jake Muzzin. Uh, Mike Babcock, I mean, come on, he's Mike Babcock. I mean, he's he's a Go ahead, use it, use it. Yeah, anyhow. If he can, come on. Yeah, I've already used the line once in the show today. If he can lead Lethbridge to a national championship in hockey, that's like winning a football title at Savannah State. So, uh, And if he doesn't get it done, all hell's going to break loose in Toronto, and I'm going to enjoy that absolutely every bit as much. Jack, who are you taking? Well, I'm going to take a guy with almost the identical winning percentage as Mike Babcock in the National Hockey League. I'm going to take uh, Bruce Cassidy. I think the Bruins are going to send Toronto home in five. Well, that happens. <laughs> yeah, you're going to love this, Bob. Boston in four. Really? Oh, that's a oh, good anti-Toronto segment. Yeah, you're... Can you mark this for Friday when the Leafs win game one in Boston? Yeah, sure. Boston in four. There we go. Wow. Brendan? Uh, I've got Boston in six. I'll give the Leafs a little bit of credit. They've got a high-powered offense. They There's no high four. Wow. Yeah. But... Uh, I, I can't see any way that the experienced and gritty Boston Bruins don't come out of that. I like Reed's pick more than my pick, and I was pretty happy with Bruins in five. There we go. Reed, way to step up. Just for that, we're going to give you a really exciting series as well. Tampa Bay. Who are they playing? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think Columbus. Okay. Uh, uh, I wrote down Tampa Bay over Columbus in five. I think I'm just giving Columbus a game to be nice. Jack? I actually feel that Columbus is the exact type of team that could give Tampa trouble. They're just not good enough. And what I mean by that is Columbus is going to grind out a couple games in this series. And this is the only potential weakness I see with Tampa is that they can get leaned on just a little bit. It's just Columbus isn't as talented, and as much as I'd love to take yet another upset, I can't take this one. I'm taking Tampa in six, but it's going to be a series that might ripen them up for the next one. I think Tampa walks on them in four straight. I don't see a weakness on that roster other than, as Jack mentioned, maybe a little bit uh, uh, maybe a bit undersized in comparison to Columbus, but there's there's no way they have a chance there. I am going to go uh, Tampa Bay in six as well. I hate to agree with my broadcast partner, but I think that uh, Columbus... The other thing is Tampa's got a guy that at times drags his team into unnecessary fights, and that's Matthew Joseph. And Columbus is the wrong team to do that against. Uh, the, the goaltending matchup, okay, Bobrovsky hasn't exactly been lights out, but there's been something susceptible with Tampa Bay. So I'll say six. I, I think it'll be a, a, a grinding type of series. So that's uh, that side of the pool. Washington and Carolina. A bunch of jerks. Uh, <laughs> since I get accused of never stepping up and making a pick, I'll go for it. Washington in four. Ooh. I'm taking the caps in four. I know Carolina got there. Jack obviously thinks that uh, Rod Brindamore, they're going to rename the Jack Adams Trophy after him <laughs> in the future. But uh, I'm taking the caps all day in four in that series. Brendan? Oh, I completely agree with that. That's my pick, too. Carolina's a fun story. They're a fun team to watch, and even more so when they win on home ice. But it, you're not going up against the, the reigning champions with any chance. Right. You know, Carolina, third best team in the NHL in 2019 after St. Louis and Tampa Bay. I, I think they will put up a good fight in this one. But I think with Washington having been there and, and all their talent, I'm going to go Caps in six. 
Jack? I'll go Caps in seven. I think this is going to be a great series. I think this is a series that a lot of people are writing off as the least interesting, although Bob makes a good point that certainly uh, Tampa and Columbus would would be close to that. I, I think Carolina is going to give Washington all they want. As Reed mentioned, I mean, the Canes have played lights out. They're starting to believe they can create some noise. Uh, and they had to, you know, I mean, they they beat back some good teams to get into the playoffs. The East was much better than the West this year. I'll take Washington a shaky vote in seven. Well, the next prediction we can make pretty easily since he is along with being a big uh, believer of the Oilers, a huge Pittsburgh Penguins fan. So I think we know who you're going to take between the Penguins and the New York Islanders. How long is that series going to last? I think I'll I'll give the Islanders a couple games. They're not going to make it easy on Pittsburgh. They're the best defensive team in the NHL. But I think the Penguins will ultimately win the day in six. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot to like about the Islanders roster. They're pretty deep, and, and Jack mentioned the defense. But, I mean, Pittsburgh obviously has some high, high-end talent. I, I think it's going to be close. I'll take the Penguins in seven. I've got Penguins in six, and for the same reason Jack said. You know, Islanders have a, a stingy defense, but I don't think they have enough going up front to beat a team that has been there for the last decade. This might not get me invited to Gil Scott's uh, pre-draft dinner. Reminder about that, Jack. Uh, but... Uh I uh, I'm going to take the Penguins in five. I I just the goaltending, two guys to quantum step forward. Sometimes there's a bounce back on playoff times. Uh, the Islanders have actually had some tough games here in the final 15 games of the year, and I just think Pittsburgh's got the perfect drop. All right, so there's a look at the first round. Again, we're going to bring uh, Jack and Reed and Brendan back into it after each round via the phone. We won't bring them in the studio, but now's the time. To- Too much of a good thing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> nobody would ever say that about any segment on this show. Uh, now's the time to really step up here. we got... Uh, three minutes left in the show, so 45 seconds each. And, uh, Reed, we'll start with you. Who's meeting in the Stanley Cup final? Well, even though I picked some first-round upsets, not as many as Jack, uh, I am actually going to go with, with the number one seeds to meet. I mean, I mean Tampa Bay is 62-win season, so they're hard to pick against. I do think the Flames... I think, for me, the Flames have the fewest question marks in the West, there's other teams I look at and say, hey, well, what if, what if? I, I don't say that as much about the Calgary Flames. So I do think it'll be the Lightning and the Flames in the final, and i got to give the Lightning the cup. They're just they're one of the best teams probably the last 20 years. I know there's no way, Jax. Ta- well, you've already taken Colorado, so you're not taking the Flames. Who, you t- who do you got? I'm going to go with Vegas over Pittsburgh in the final. I think the uh, Golden Knights, it is strange to talk about a second-year club like this, but uh, to me... Ultimately, I still go by the eye test, and in stretches, no one's looked better to me than Vegas this year. And I think they'll outlast St. Louis in the West Final, and I think Pittsburgh uh, will take down Tampa in the East Final. The firepower of Tampa Bay, to me, is just too much for anybody to overcome. And that's before you factor in not only their top-end D-man, but Vasilevsky and that. So I don't see anybody in the East beating them. I have not walked this earth, gentlemen, with a Canadian Stanley Cup champion. So I am calling the 0-4 rematch. I've got Calgary going back there. Uh, but I do have Tampa ultimately winning the Cup. I believe Vegas will beat Calgary in the second round. Uh, but I'm not going to take Vegas. Believe it or not, I'm going to take Nashville. I just, there's something wrong with what's gone on there during the course of the year, but there's something right with the amount of talent and depth. And their coach, what's the one thing that guy's been able to do? 
take teams to the Stanley yeah, Cup get finals. Get them to the Stanley Cup finals. So I'm going to go Tampa, which is not a gutsy pick, and Nashville, which is not a popular pick right now. And uh, Tampa Bay would win the Stanley Cup in that scenario in six or seven. But I got Tampa and Nashville in the final. Jack, thanks for coming in. Tampa, Nashville, boy, people would be all over that series. Bob, <laughs> if that happens, you got to find a way to get, get us down there in some sort of capacity. Well, Matt Simon could help with the Lightning. Yeah, well, no, I'm saying, you know, Oilers now on the road. I mean, that would that not be a fun series to It would be a lot more fun if it was the Oilers <laughs> on an Oilers. Now. I know Obviously. what you're saying. You're, I know what you're saying. Not, uh, yeah, well, you're, what, you don't want to go to Buffalo in May? <laughs> I've been to Buffalo in May. It's beautiful. We've been to Buffalo too often in May, frankly, <laughs> when it's mattered, and it might matter tomorrow, uh, some more tonight. And speaking of tonight, what do you got going, Reed? Yeah, well, we'll keep you updated on the draft lottery. The results are being unveiled between 6 and 7 Mountain Time, and and we'll get some... Uh, they take the phones away from everybody that participates in that. You know that, eh? Yes. Yeah. But they're going to announce yes. stuff as they go. So, yes. yes, I will keep people updated on that. Uh, and we'll just have some fun with some former players and playoff memories. Uh, we got Hal Gill. We got Fernando Pisani. We got Jason Chimera. It's going to be fun. Okay. Well, Fernando had a bunch of them. A few. Yeah. Uh, Brennan, uh, who do we got on tomorrow's show? Craig Simpson. Jay Woodcroft. And we'll see what happens with the lottery tonight and maybe something special at 1. Maybe something special at 1 o'clock tomorrow. Off to uh, Jack. Thank you for coming in. Reed, uh, thank you to Royal Pizza for helping set us up. You left with you two instead of Chicago. There you go. <laughs> so long, everybody from Oilers. Now up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 chat afternoon news with Jalen Nye. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.